At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You ready to check your feet at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Monster or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? With my main man, Ralph Hamsden. And a bunch of really good things up for you guys today. Michigan State University now has a title sponsor. Everything is for sale. Every single thing in the world is for sale. In jerseys, everything, but should it be? Tucker Carlson hates women in the military, and the military responds. Kentucky, the state, abandons all Republican values and votes for people to be jailed for insults. High school football coach fired. Well, this is in Cancelor Consequences. Uh, high school coach fired after raising concerns about critical race theory in his daughter's middle school curriculum. And there's more canceler consequence and also the best of social media, which which is our favorite segment, which you do not want to miss. Am I Reister or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society and pop culture meet the truth. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door before you even show up. 
because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. You guys make sure that you shoot us an email if you want to get a hold of us. I'm mad. I am mad at unafraidshow.com. Or you may make the program if you shoot us a text message or leave us a voicemail. 818-293-7547. 818-293-7547. And listen to us and subscribe to the Pac-12 podcast. Apostles podcast as well. And you can listen to me, Mad Dog Sports Radio, 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and Fox Sports Radios on Sunday, on Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific. All right, Ralph. Um, okay, okay, look, we we like to bring you guys a little bit behind the mask. So before we get started, Ralph is moving, right? Ralph lives in Arizona. He's moving to North Carolina. He's buying a house. He decide, and well, they find out when they do the inspection that the, the house has a well and that there's lead in the well water. And now Ralph is asking the people to fix the lead in the well water. But should he do this? Should I, should I fix it? That's my question. Are you asking if I should if I should have it fixed or I should just let my kids drink lead to build character like we used to drink from the hose while playing out in the street? Like that's the problem with these kids today. That's the reason they're on this social justice kick because they're not weighed down by the lead clinging to their blood cells and brain cells. What do you mean? Do you mean should I ask them to be the one to pay yeah. for it to get fixed? Correct. I mean, I'm I'm not the one I'm trying. I'm trying. I would rather have them. Uh, they're, they're definitely coming up off the, the sale of their home. They got plenty of money. Um, it'd be nice if they, if, if they, uh, paid to make sure that, uh, that there's no, uh, lead in the water that I'd appreciate that. Um, all I can do is ask, cause I guess in North Carolina, every home is as is. So you can ask, but they have every right to say no. The issue is you give them, a fee to even be able to negotiate the sale of their house with them. So I had to give them $5,000 just to negotiate with them. So if I walk away, they keep that money. And, uh, and so, and then I'm left with no place to live. So if they want to say no leads in the water, you got to fix it yourself. Then, then we got to fix it ourselves. but I'm Why hoping they that they'll drinking be lead in their own water is the question. So if they were fine <laughs> drinking lead in their own water, why would they fix it for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I I hope that they were a little bit alarmed that like I I I mean, kind of feel bad for them. It wasn't like it wasn't a crazy amount of lead, but it was something close to about four times the federally um, allowable limit, right? So I, I I think I think at this point now that it's on record, um, I could get in trouble for even letting my kids drink the water. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm assuming because there's now record of of that level of, of, of lead in the water. And yeah, I'm not looking to have a, I'm not looking to have a Flint situation and just have my entire garage full of plastic bottles of water for the next five or six years. So hopefully we can get a filtration system or something. Um, because I'm already sometimes the dumb one on this podcast. (laughs) So if you, if you notice in the next month or two, like a, a genuine dip in my ability to present logical arguments, then you know what's going on. Yeah. All right. Um, I was talking about this on my show last night on Mad Dog, right? And I and this wasn't even on the plan, but I want to know what you think about it. 
So in my neighborhood, there is a dad who he has a pullout basketball. Oh, you saw him. The uh, pullout. The guy that can't shoot. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Oh, my gosh. This is the best. I saw him. I saw him and we laughed. We (laughs) laughed. and, And then and then we immediately both felt bad for laughing. But yeah, he's a terrible shooter. Yeah, and, and uh, I didn't—I don't know if I told you or not—but sometimes he's out there teaching his kid how to shoot. Oof. <laughs> and I continuously, like every time I see him out there with his kid, and mind you, he does a good job. He puts the cones out in the street that way, in case a ball rolls down, he's got time to get it. His family's not injured. He's a good, responsible man, clearly, right? But he's not, he has no idea what he's doing with a basketball. It, it might as well be a, a cricket stick for all, for all I know. Um, so here is the <laughs> here's the thing though. <laughs> oh, that was oh my God. Um, so I've wanted to stop and show him how to shoot, especially when he's talking to his kid. So I've wanted to stop and help the man learn how to shoot. But uh, Denisha continuously tells me, she's like, don't you do that. You, you can't go out there and go help a man teaching his son how to shoot. But mind you, so actually the, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, is that okay for me to do? Okay, so my, my, I just I don't know this neighbor. I've never right, 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 right. seen him a bunch of times. Okay, so first things first. Uh kudos to the guy for spending time with his son yeah um giving him something to do uh, i didn't know that he had a kid yeah. i just thought that he had taken up a hobby and was genuinely like shooting his first basketball at age 50 <laughs> because i watched my dad because we had a basketball hoop on on our house growing up and i watched one time i watched my dad like the ball bounced over to his feet and he picked it up, and nine times out of ten, he just let it roll past him, and I'd be the one to go get it. But he picked the ball up, and he shot. And I probably like, you know, everybody grows up thinking their dad is a superhero. Yeah, you know, I let's just say I wished I had not have seen him shoot a basketball. <laughs> it changed your whole life. Well, no, it was just like, oh god, like I never want to see that again, ever. Like, please never, ever shoot the ball ever again. And um, that's how this guy shoots. It's one hand. Um, the other hand isn't really involved at all. And it's just a straight push with the one foot jump where the leg goes back like Elaine Bennis doing her doing her dance. So it's a push shot, one hop, one foot still off the ground, tucked back. Um, and it, it it was pretty disturbing. I didn't know that he had a kid. Now that I know that he has a kid, but see, I think I would have gone over there anyway. And that's, that, uh, that's what I would tell Denisha. Like I see a guy shooting hoops in my neighborhood. I'm gonna go shoot hoops with him. I don't care if he's bad. He's got a hoop out there and he's my age and making friends when you're adult is hard. I I have a hoop at my house. So why do I need to go down to his house to go shoot? Because there's another guy with a, with a ball. And maybe after you shoot a couple of times, he'll see what it's supposed to look like, even though I'm sure he could always just see on TV. Um, but yeah, no, but that's the I, passive. If, if, if I just no, I'm asking if I, if he's out there shooting and I just pull my car over, like when you were in the car and go to go to give him and his kid a lesson, is that okay? I, I think you have to have some cover. And then again, I'm, I'm a much more like, uh, I think sensitive person to you, uh, to these social cues than you are, but I would have to, cause I, you have, you have a nine year old. How old's his kid? 
about yeah about nine ish okay so when i was out there in california and i was visiting with you my oldest son doesn't know anything about football and i looked at your son and what did i say He's that 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 when they go play catch right now, your son's gonna come back with broken glasses. Yeah, it's funny. yeah, but I but what, that's not what I said to your son. That's what I said to you after after they walked away. What I said to your son was, "Hey, you have somebody teaching you how to throw. Will you show my son what you learned?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that was the way of me telling my son to go play catch with your son without hurting my son's feelings, <laughs> because he his hobbies are chess and guitar, and you know it doesn't bother me that he's not like at the forefront. He's not like a supreme athlete or anything. But that was my way of saying like, hey, um, show him what you learned. And so like if, if I was you in that situation, I'd go down there with my nine year old and be like. Hey, he just had uh, uh, some practice the other day. Show this other kid what you look. Then introduce the kids, and maybe they become friends. And then you just take it off the dad's plate altogether, and he can be like my dad and never shoot a basketball ever again. Okay, okay. So, all right. So, I just want to know if that was socially inappropriate or not. It's it's borderline. It's borderline. In fact, I would love I would love if if uh, I would love to see that conversation take place between you and Denisha because I feel like I could be swayed either way on what's right and wrong. There's in that too situation. many steps in what you have asked me to do. Dude, this requires to just days. take your kid down there and introduce him to a friend. Like I, I don't do that. Dude. <laughs> You just want to not ever have to see anybody shoot that ugly in your neighborhood. You're worried about the value. You're worried about the value of your home going down based on this guy's jump shot form. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking though of jump shot forms, Michigan state, the university of, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was getting ready to do, do like that recruits at the university of LSU, um, <laughs> Michigan state university. They have they have a sponsor now. So you know how in the NBA, you know, like teams have BioFreeze, Wish, uh Instapix, what whatever the hell the sponsors are. Now Michigan State has a sponsor. It is Michigan State presented by Rocket Mortgage. How does that work? How does that work? Are are we supposed to say, like, if I call a Michigan State game, am I supposed to go Michigan State presented by Rocket Rocket Mortgage for the three? So that's the that's one of the my first question was that is if you get called onto a broadcast, and because this is primarily for Michigan State men's basketball, I think if you get called onto a Michigan State men's basketball broadcast, but Rocket Mortgage isn't a network sponsor. What do you do in that situation? Is it just like how the camera has to show the parts of the court that have sponsors that don't vibe with the network? Or do you have to end up saying it, right? Are they legally changing the name of, oh, okay. of the it, program? It, it, it says the Spartans literally said they will be known as the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Uh, okay, M- MSUSPBRM43. <laughs> How terrible, dude. I, I think it's some, so. I know that the money is important, right? The money is important, but the idea now that 
all of this money is available for the schools. TV rights are going up. The Big Ten's paying out more than more than ever. But but they they got sponsors now for men's basketball. But there's no money to pay the kids. Right. Schools have more donors than ever. They have more sponsors than ever. They have more ways for sponsorship than ever. They have more revenue streams than ever. They have more licensing deals and copyright agreements in place that generate revenue than ever before. And the pie keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the slice for the players remains food, education, residents. That's what the slice remains. And so I always hate it when people say that the players are paid based on that barter. Um, and we could get into this for just an hour and a half, but the idea that this new revenue stream is opening up and that none of it goes to the players is just more of the same. As far as just the over commercialization of the process, I've had fun on the last couple of days on Twitter, watching people come up with sponsors for their, um, for their programs. I had uh, I had uh, Arizona State football brought to you by OfferUp. Since what is they're OfferUp, OfferUp is like a uh, it's it's like a Craigslist app. But it's I just since they offered every kid in the country, I figured OfferUp oh, no, would be a good. Funny. That's a good one. That's uh, a good well, one. They got like well, a billion offers out. So so yeah, yeah. Utah fo- football brought to you by Tucker Carlson tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I won't even tell you the one I put for Oregon. We'll get into that later. But I just think that uh, I, I just think that I mean, as long as some of that money finds its way into the hands of the student athletes, I don't care. I'm not going to call them Michigan State basketball brought to you by Rocket Mortgage, or maybe I will. Ironically, just because it's the funniest thing in the entire world, I've already seen eight different people change their Twitter bios to their name brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. So, uh, well, so I, I want Rocket Mor- Mortgage's stock to go up. I'm stuck in that sucker right now. <laughs> so I definitely want that. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm in favor of this. I'm in favor of this because I bought RTK. R- RKT way too way too high last week, and now I'm stuck in a stock that uh, that just tanked for a minute. It's coming back up, but still, like didn't I'm, you didn't you accidentally buy Rocket yes, Market stock? That's, that's the worst part about it. I had put in a damn limit buy, but then I bought it early and I forgot about the limit buy. So when I sold, it then bought again when it got to the price, dude. It was a disaster. You sold, sold the stock to yourself. But at a tremendously higher price. Good job. Good job, everybody. It was um, Yeah, so I guess uh, if everybody could just refer to Michigan State basketball as Michigan State basketball brought to you by Rocket Mortgage, then we can get George some of his money back. Yes, please. Please. I need that. I need that. It's a lot of shares. It's a lot of shares. <laughs> um, <laughs> next thing up. Uh, but don't tell my wife, please. Um, <laughs> now I'm joking. She knows. No, she doesn't. Um, so here, <laughs> so here is the, the uh, next thing up. Tucker Carlson hates women in the military. Um, yeah, just just listen. So we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. While China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is 
it's out of control, and the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. One of the few people who's been paying attention to this is someone who served in the U.S. military, Indiana Congressman Jim Banks. This is six degrees of stupid. Women are not, pregnant women are not going to be fighting wars, you moron. First thing. That's wait, 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 wait. First thing before the first thing, the goal of the United States military isn't to win wars. It's to prevent wars. Right. It's to it's 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 preparation and they train for in in the event of battle, they train to win, but it's defense. Yes. That's like saying that you take your kid to karate so he'll kick the shit out of randoms at school. <laughs> Cobra <laughs> cry never die. Yeah. That's that's not the point of karate. It's the whole thing is defense. It's a defense department, right? If you get into a situation of a war, then you want to ultimately prevail in that, even though like wins and losses of wars are are definitely not the objective thing that we were taught when we were in kindergarten, first grade. Um, but yeah, the, or but and also the idea that wars are even primarily fought in person on the ground anymore, and not dude, if the smartest woman in the world who does the best job at flying drones is sitting in a padded chair, four months pregnant, three thousand miles away from where she's flying that drone, then that then so be it, <laughs> right? That's exactly wars are different right. than they used to be. Yes. They're they're acting like that. This is going to be hand to hand combat, and truthfully, oh, okay. So my my wife's brother, well, my my br- brother in law is in the army. He just uh, he just went into the army last January. He has his job. They're out doing training right now in Colorado, and he fuels jets. He fuels planes. He fuels tanks. He he. <laughs> Like, yes, he has to train in some of the weapons and all of this stuff. But if he is, if he ends up a person with a gun, something's way wrong. You know what I mean? Something has gone off. The, it has gone completely poorly. So, but he fuels planes. There are people who are medics. There are people who do calculations. Everybody is not out there kicking down doors. Yeah. And and in hand to hand combat, that's like there are um, parachute packers. People's yes. entire job is to sew and pack parachutes. They'll never ever see a, a battle line ever in a million years, but they're in the military. Yes, and and if those people, my mind you, nobody is talking about putting women in terms of on the front lines who are not physically able to handle themselves in a in a hand-to-hand combat like i i think that 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 for that the standard should be the standard that if you are a man a small man or even a big man who cannot handle themselves in hand-to-hand combat you should not be in the infantry that goes in to 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 do city city door knocking same same thing i think the standard has to be the standard for certain jobs like there shouldn't be a standard for Women who are in the infantry in terms of strength, physical fitness, all of that, and then a standard for the men. I think the standard should just be the uh, standard. And if you can meet it, then you can do that job the uh, same way that there's a standard for intelligence 
if you want to do other jobs or dexterity or whatever the hell it is. Are you uncomfortable? Are you un- are as uncomfortable as I am watching anybody who not only didn't serve, but is so extraordinarily far from even the ability to serve? And I guess Tucker did apply for a job at the CIA and got turned down. It's not the same um, thing. But, as- right. But would you are, are you extremely uncomfortable as I am with somebody who has never even come close to any type of military service going this far out on a limb to criticize people who do serve just for yes. having a vagina? Yes, bro. It, it it chaps my ass when when you have people who weren't in the military always commenting on what people in the military should do or feel that like goes to like the whole anthem thing where where people were like listen this is disrespectful to our military and blah, blah. but okay how about you ask the servicemen and women i asked hundreds of them the the vast majority of them black and white and um uh, uh, other races the vast majority of them had to say Listen, I serve, I sacrifice for our rights. People should be, I have no problem with people exercising those rights. That's what the vast majority of them said. There were some that said they had a problem with it and some that said that they had no problem with it. And that was about an equal number. But the vast majority, listen, because if I serve or die or sacrifice but then other people are saying that you can't exercise your rights. What the hell? What the hell did I sign up for? Right. Right. <laughs> and I just I I just I really have an issue with somebody commenting on what the military should or should not be who is shaped and sounds like Tucker Carlson. And, and also the same person t- uh, talking about being the uh, you know pinnacle of of masculinity. That dude is a multi-millionaire who wears a suit to work in New York City. Like he he doesn't the idea that he's speaking for for anybody's standard of what um, masculinity should be. Moreover, saying that like masculinity is the way to go when it comes to um, how you would actually win a war is not every war that's ever been lost in the history of the world been primarily fought by men. So we got to fought fought by men started by, by men. That's like the old thing like that, where, where, where people would be like, Oh, we can't have a woman be president. Imagine she might start a whole bunch of bunch of wars because she's so emotional on her period. And it's like, (laughs) but all the other men wars in the world were started by men. I don't want to get too far off track, but there's nothing more uh, reactionary and emotional than seeing a, a woman in a flight suit who happens to have uh, a precious human being growing inside of her and saying, ew, <laughs> I'm going to do a TV segment about this oh, and I'm going to cry. I'm going to kill him with this one. I'm going but to the crazy him. thing is the military responded, which brings me to this question, George. 
should the military be involving themselves in dumb matters like this? Because Pentagon spokesman John Kirby responded by saying, what we absolutely won't do is take personnel advice from a talk show host. Um, Congressional Representative Mickey Sherrill, who served in the military, said, I signed us up to serve my country at 18. Tucker didn't. I served with women who risked their lives to protect our country. Tucker didn't. While he denigrates those who serve, our military remains the best fighting force due in large part to our amazing service women. And then Tammy Duckworth, who is like permanently disabled based on um, uh, what, what happened to her when overseas fighting for the United States of America, put it this way. She said, F. Tucker Carlson. While he was practicing his two-step on Dancing with the Stars, America's female warriors were hunting down Al-Qaeda and proving the strength of America's women. And then she posted a gif of Tucker Carlson in a frilly silk blue shirt um, practicing his dance moves on ABC. I'm I'm not mad, mad at that. I appreciate her calling out the BS. You should call it out. But should the Pentagon, should the Pentagon, should Pentagon spokespeople or should they just be above it? Should they just ignore dumb stuff like this? I think generally, yes, they should be above it. But sometimes like enough's enough, bro. You know, sometimes you have to push back at some point in time. I don't think you always should, but I think that you should sometimes. Uh, Next thing up, Kentucky abandons all Republican values and votes for people to be jailed for insulting police officers. The Kentucky Senate passed a law making it a crime to taunt or insult a police police officer punished by up to 90 days in jail. The GOP uh, sponsors filed it after Louisville protests over the police killing of Breonna Taylor. It still needs a house vote. The ACLU calls it a assault on free speech. I, I hate this with the power of a thousand sons, Ralph. It, it is. If you are a Republican, this is probably, this is a low point. Like because, and it shows a tone deafness because if you're going to give the police who are already have a problem with the, with the community at times, there is proof that there is excessive force, all of this stuff. You give them a blanket because they already used the resisting arrest as, as a way to beat people up or arrest them for no reason. But now the idea is, oh, he insulted me. So now I'm really arresting him. He insulted me. And what is an insult? Is it flipping him off? Is it uh, saying you suck? I mean, what? where is the line? I think that they have just pushed way, way, way too far on this, dude. Like, there's a difference in wanting to protect police officers and make sure that they stay, stay safe. And also just, like, just giving them free license to which they already have these protections under the law with qualified immunity, the way that they can be, can't be suspended or fired when they do wrong. I I hate it, dude. I hate it so much. Yeah. And I I appreciate that you rephrased it as um, 
Republicans abandoning Republican principles because that's exactly what it is. When I, when I talk about having like conservative tendencies, what I mean is any authoritative overreach or overregulation is something that I would like to see uh, strongly considered and argued against because I think for the most part we we can police ourselves and and having extra stuff that people can serve time for and go to jail for is not the way disorderly conduct already exists as a charge. You can arrest anybody at any time for disorderly conduct attempt to justify what that disorderly conduct was. And if a prosecutor or grand jury don't necessarily agree with that, then you can dismiss that, but you've already inconvenienced that person with arresting them, um, possibly costing them, you know, work or or something along those lines. Disorderly conduct already exists as sort of that um, authoritative overreach that gives police carte blanche to to do anything. They also have resisting arrest. Yep. How many times have we seen people charged with just resisting arrest? Because then it begs the question of what was I being arrested for? You weren't being arrested, right? So how how can you only charge somebody with resisting arrest? Like that, that type of stuff doesn't Precisely. make sense. So we already have massive authoritative overreach in this country. And I would, I would love to see more rights in the hands of the people and less rights um, in the hands of justifying the overreach of authority, especially in a place like Kentucky, where the charges were only just dropped yesterday against Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, who was, who was charged with the attempted murder of a police officer for defending his own home from a, a, a botched no knock warrant raid that got his girlfriend killed yep and and of which there is not going to be any penalty for any of the officers involved as far as as far as legal penalties and uh you know i look at a, a law like this and it really upsets me because i live in arizona and in arizona Charges were just dropped against nine protesters who were with Bruce Franks Jr., um, who is a uh, um, kind of a rabble rouser. Um, he he was a, he's a, a battle rapper turned elected official. He was there for the Michael Brown protests uh, when everything went down. He's since moved to Arizona. They made a movie about him, called him the St. Louis Superman. Um, well, he went to protest at a police station in Phoenix last summer, and he told all the officers, you better have your body cameras on, and they all turned them on. And then the officers stepped forward, and they arrested him and eight others, and they didn't show the body camera footage to the actual grand jury. They just gave the word of the police that that uh, Bruce Franks and and his associates needed to be charged with um, rioting and attempted aggravated assault of a police officer. Uh, but then when you actually go back and watch the body camera videos, they stood there with their hands up. They got pulled to the ground and arrested. So none of that stuff actually happened. And months and months and months went by with, with them all facing those same charges before they were eventually dropped. And I feel like we have a million different examples of situations in which it's the police's word against somebody else. The video comes out, you find out that the police weren't 100% honest in trying to justify why they did the job that they did in the way that they did it in that moment. So, now you have people the, with the ability to say somebody flipped me off, but I didn't have my body camera on yet. So the grand jury is probably going to take my word for it. And this person faces 90 days in jail. I don't, I don't support any situation that gives somebody the ability on conjecture 
to throw someone in jail. Moreover, if somebody flips off a cop, then like, just let that be, uh, just let that be dealt with, with who they are as a person or, or on judgment day. Like we, we don't need to get the justice system any more involved in, in matters of being disagreeable than we are right now. I think it sets an awful precedent. And I hope that if Kentucky does do something dumb, like pass this, that it ends up in front of a, a Supreme court that sees it as a massive governmental overreach. Yeah. And it, it assumes that police officers are perfect. You know what I mean? That they are infallible when we know that they do lie. Some of them are just terrible people. Well, let's protect them. them. Let's let's protect the police that need protecting with better training and and better salaries and hiring better people to do this job with better means of accountability to get the people who do the job incorrectly off the force. Let's not make it easier for the dumb ones to be dumb. You you are a hundred percent, dude. You are one hundred percent right. This is, um, it, it's it's a problem, dude. It's one hundred, and it's a and it's Kentucky too. Like Kentucky has Thomas Massey um, as an elected official. They have Rand Paul as elected officials. Those are libertarians. Those aren't even Republicans. Those are yep. libertarians, and they're still trying to pass laws like this. I don't get it. Terrible, dude terrible so uh hopefully that will get fixed it won't pass in the kentucky house i just think it's it this is a terrible idea and it's just another law that is attempted to you know give people blanket authority which which then you know causes chaos out out in the community which i i hate so much at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at Vanta.com slash special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. 
Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Um, next thing up, it's our, uh, our new segment, Cancel or Consequence. It is time for Cancel or Consequence. And this is the segment where we find something out in the world and we tell you whether it needs to be canceled or it needs to have a consequence because we live in cancel culture, but we like to have consequence culture in instead. So what you got today, Ralph? Well, today's is a tricky one because I feel like all the stuff that we've talked about so far has been pretty obvious that it needs to be a product of consequence culture, whether it's Myers Leonard um, or, or, or a few issues like that that seem to be cut and dry. This one's a little bit more, um, I think, of a gray area. So I'm going to present it to you, George, and I just want I want to know what you think. And keep in mind that I am reading this straight out of The Federalist which is a very conservative medium, right? So this is one side of the story. It's in The Federalist, and it's about a high school football coach named David Flynn who um, who was in the state of Massachusetts and led his high school football team for almost 10 years, and he was just dismissed for pulling his two kids out of the Dedham public school system because he believed that they were instituting curriculum at the junior high level that taught critical race theory, Black Lives Matter, and stuff that he wasn't comfortable with. So I'm going to read to you um, the gripe that he has, and he just he was fired, and he filed a federal lawsuit seeking damages from the school district, the administrator's superintendent principal for violating his First Amendment rights. So he lost his job, and now he's suing them. I'm going to read to you what his complaint is, and you tell me if you think that he has a case or this was just a simple consequence. Okay. Um, so Flynn complains that these uh, uh, that the changes to the curriculum included coursework on politics. This is for his seventh grade daughter, okay. race, gender equality, and diversity that were not suitable for twelve and thirteen year olds. He said that the uh, the subject coverage of these topics and other class materials labeled all police officers as risks to all black people and all black males as risks to white people. And he also had issue with the geography teacher's blatant support for Black Lives Matter. In the lawsuit, um, he says his daughter was asked to consider various risk factors and mitigating factors that two people, one identified as, as white and the other black, purportedly might use to assess each other if they saw each other on a city street, including the fact 
and wrong neighborhood were amongst the risk factors purportedly assessed by the person identified as white. White and police officer were among the risk factors purportedly assessed by the person identified as black. So he has issue. I'm sure he had multiple issues, but he has an issue with this assignment saying a black person and a white person see each other on the street. How might they address and assess uh, risks in each other? Yeah. Um, and and so that was something he said that was being taught in a seventh grade history class. Um, and he basically it, uh, went to um, the principal. He had multiple meetings about it. He brought up his concerns. And then ultimately, he pulled his kids out of the school district. In reaction, he's saying that they fired him. And the reason was that he expressed a significant philosophical difference with the direction, goals, and values of the school district. So was okay. this man canceled? Or was his firing a consequence, George? He was canceled. He was 100% canceled. I think that there is a certain expectation, I believe, that if you're a parent, that you do have the right to know what your family, what your kid is going to be learning at school. I do believe that you have the uh, right to, to know that. And I don't think this was the case of what happened at Utah, where they voted that they didn't want to basically learn about black history. <laughs> um, this is a situation where he did disagree fundamentally with some of the things that, that were taught. But I think it speaks to a larger issue is that we don't teach American history correctly. Is that, his problem was, oh, it's not appropriate to talk about race when it comes to with a 12 and 13 year old. How is it not? They experience it out in the world already. Like just just because you're 12 or 13 does not mean that you don't understand this. Like that. Yes. And that the idea that you are too naive to recognize it is false because they they've seen it happen to their family. They've seen it happen to their friends. Family members. So he was canceled, but I think that it's not necessarily his fault. He has the right to remove his kids from the uh, school, but here's the issue. The school does have the right to not have him employed as their football coach, because it's like, so why is this school not good enough for your kids to attend, but it's good enough for you to be the football coach? So I don't have a problem with them removing him from the football as football coach for that reason. So, but I do think he was ultimately canceled, but him being fired was a consequence of his choice though. I guess, I guess if he, so if he had pulled his kids, so two things, I think to a large group of people in this country, the goal based on what they were taught coming up right or wrong. And I, I feel like I was part of this generation was that people were taught to act as if they did not see race. Yeah. And that was going to be the thing that helped get rid of racism. racism. Yeah. What we didn't anticipate was that that also set the expectation that 
you only have your experience, and so you kind of expect people to act like you or normalize to your standard. So if if you don't see race, then you just end up seeing cultural differences, and you complain about the cultural differences, which is its own form of of racial based prejudice, right? Yeah. So so it, I I feel like there were really good intentions here. I remember in elementary school, um, as young as second grade they would have us get up and line up to go to lunch. And the teacher would say, all of the green eyed kids in class get to go first. And then everybody else in the class would look around at each other like, why? And then the teacher would take that opportunity to say, so that's prejudice, right? I gave somebody else an opportunity based on a physical characteristic that they can't control and that nobody else has control over whether they have it or not. That's wrong. That's what's right. That's what racism is. You shouldn't discriminate uh, people based on their differences. So I remember having that type of what people would call indoctrination or whatever as early as as eight years old. But I don't think anybody would look at something like that and consider it to be harmful. I feel like people look at something like this and say, what prejudices might these people have to each other? And they would think, oh, you're creating an issue where there wasn't one before. Yep. Because we've been taught not to see race. So can, like, can you see why this dad might be concerned that that's not appropriate for his seventh grade daughter? No, I no, I do see. I do understand that. I think that that there are some people who take the teachings about race too far. And that the, as opposed to an, an awareness of people's race. And an awareness of the things that have happened historically and the laws in the land that then affect um, disproportionately different races like these things are real. So I think that there are people that try to make too much out of that things and too little out of things. I think that the that the truth is more and where we need to be is significantly more in the middle of a lot of these situations. I just I, there, I think that there are a lot of uh, people who mean well in education that are trying to rid society of their ills at the at the very early stages. And sometimes it's it's going too far and sometimes it's not this particular um, dad. Had he pulled his kids with no explanation, would you still have said, oh, they, they could fire him? If he no. if he pulled his kids and he told them like, hey, it's it's my business, not yours. Why the kids are no longer in the district. Nobody would have been it. No, you uh, can't fire them because you don't know whether it's personal. You don't know whether they have stuff going on in their own home, whether homeschooling is the best option for them. I mean, any sort number of things could could have happened that could have allowed him to be the football coach. But when he made such a big deal about the operation of the school and the fundamentals that the school was operating under, like it's it it's like if you have an it's like if you're a coach at a Christian high school or a Jesuit high school or anything like, like that, and the school finds out that you're atheist, you may not be able to be the football coach anymore. Like that, like that's just that's just what it that's just what it is. Right? I mean, it's it's not necessary because your vow because you are influential on these kids counterproductive to the way that the school is trying to be influential on them. So I think that that's where 
that's where it, it that there is some some difference. It, Do you think he has a case? Do you think his 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 federal case has any standing of of them violating his First Amendment rights? No, not not in terms of. I mean, what what does he want? Does he want damages or does he want his job back? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great, that's, that's a great question. And I, I think that makes me uh, want to follow along with, with something like this, because if, if he's out here asking for seven, $8 million, then it definitely makes me question the, the motivation exactly. of just the, uh, um, of, of just a coach. But I will say like, as a dad, I've been in some tough, weird classroom situations. You just met my oldest son, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a sweet kid. Um, he got in trouble a couple of years ago in school because he, uh, my, my, my second oldest son, his little brother came home and said, I'm getting picked on at school. And my son, uh, my oldest son was like, uh, well, whoever it is, I'll kill him. And he meant it as like a colloquialism, right? Yeah. But my, but his younger brother took that, went to school and told the bully, my older brother is going to kill you if you ever bully me again. Oh God. Right. <laughs> So that bully, uh, supposed bully, who oh, maybe was and just, then he went and snitched. The bully he snitched, went yeah. and snitched. But oh, here's the thing: we, we don't know. Bully. We don't know if the kid was actually a bully or not, because what ended up happening was the school. The kid went to the teacher. The teacher went to the principal. The principal um, forgot to say anything. So six months later, when she was cleaning off her desk, she found the complaint. And then she brought my son in six months after it happened, six months after it happened. It's too late. And and asked him. Statute of limitations has passed. Right. And then so that at that point, and again, you've met my oldest son. She asked him, hey, um, this thing that happened a few months ago, um, is anybody in any danger? And he said, oh, no, like I barely remember that, but no. Um, and then she said, do you have any guns in the home? She asked him if he had any guns and he said, no. And then she let him go and called us and left a message saying, Hey, just want to let you know, this thing came up. It got lost on my desk a couple of months. I brought him in. I asked him if you guys had any guns in the home. He said, no. So I let him go. And I called that woman back the principal of school. And I yelled at her because I was like, well, I know my son is the nicest, sweetest kid in the world, but what if he did? What if he did? What if he had a gun in the home and you let him go? Like you waited six months to address it and then you just let him walk out of the office? Problem. Yes, correct. And so like I've been a dad. I've and then I've had my other son, Doodle. Um he he was drawing some Avengers stuff on his homework. And who do the Avengers fight against, especially early on? Red Skull and oh, is the yeah, Red yeah, Skull. Yeah. Red Skull's a Nazi, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So my son, <laughs> my son drew a Nazi on his homework. He drew like a whole battle scene. And they said instead of turning in his homework, he needs to get up and give a presentation on the Holocaust in front of the whole class. What? And the whole class was doing like a book report on like C Spot Run or some shit. <laughs> so you're supposed to have 30 kids get up and give a book report on C-Spot Run. And then the 31st kid stands up and he's like, uh, Hitler killed 6 million Jews in the Holocaust. And so I reached out to her and I was like, hey, this is as insane as the last thing that you did. I don't think I can have my kids in this school system anymore. Yeah. 
Like no, you guys, you, see, you guys are overreacting like he was to drawing kids. Drawing a picture of a battle scene. It, right. It, it would be different if he were drawing a picture of the battle scene of the Red Skulls winning and like de- de- defeating America and like, just writing Myers Leonard in the name slot yeah, on the thing. Yeah. yeah but draw, these are the, and, these and are drawing like people walking into a, a, a death chamber. Yeah, and so and these are the weird things that you deal with just as a dad of kids in school. I've had my oldest son accused of being a school shooter, and I've had his little brother accused of being a Nazi. Neither one of them even knew what one of those two things were. And I've and I've so I've had to have meetings with the school districts of like, hey, I don't know if I like the direction of some of the things here and the lack of context and the like the inability to and 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 the truth is they're hypersensitive to a lot of the issues. Um, to a lot of the the issues that are going on, that same school district, I had to push them really hard on having uh, uh, lockdown drills. Like they didn't, they they thought that lockdown drills were something that would put the kids too on edge. And I'm like, well, not if somebody shows up, right? Right? <laughs> it's like, like it's no, a, no, you do need to have a plan. Yeah, you you have earthquake drills, you have fire drills. You need to have a plan. That doesn't mean that you have, you have to stranger danger. Yeah, right. Yeah, we check people's Halloween candy for razor blades, even though I'm not sure that's ever really even happened in the history of our world. Like you, you have safety measures in place. It's just I, I feel for these schools and everything that they have to deal with and everything that they feel like they have to fix in our society. But I, I feel like it's just people don't acknowledge how hard and strange it is to be a parent and and have a school outline a goal for 30 kids and it might not necessarily be the way that you want it done and if you try to express your concerns the idea that you might be at risk of losing your job i feel like i, I don't know i feel i feel like first of all i feel like this case has everything that any conservative news program um would would want and so i fully expect to see this on the news every day for the next 2 months but on some level i feel i really feel sorry for the guy because at the end of the day i'm sure he just wants his kids to be good kids and just feels like this is too much too soon yep 100% um so he got can so i say he got canceled do you think he got canceled or do you think he got consequences i need to see how much money he's trying to get <laughs> because <laughs> there may be no consequences he may go out scot-free all right um the next thing up should this guy get consequences or should he get canceled we are watching uh what it, what is this a high school basketball game ralph yeah this looks to be a uh oregon or oregon oklahoma almost slandered your state there uh this looks to be an Oklahoma girls basketball playoff game to me. Okay, here here it is. And we will be right back here live after the national anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so the important part was at the beginning, if you couldn't hear, he was like, fucking niggers. 
He thought that he was, so here's the thing is, he thought he was on break. He was on break. But the one thing you have to know about broadcasting is hot mics. Sometimes people forget to push a button. Sometimes all sorts of stuff happens. So this dude clearly had a problem with it, which he's entitled to have a problem with, with kneeling. He's, he's an American. He's entitled to have a problem with it, the, even though I disagree with his problem. However, the idea that, well, I believe that he should be canceled. Can't, canceled by, by way of his consequences. His consequence should be absolutely be fired. There's no way this dude can be on a program. No way. This this is deep rooted in his heart, and this is going to take years to get out. Yeah, he's a high school football coach. Um, speaking of high school football coaches, who uh, um, coached at like a small school, he he might have based on a couple of things that I read, he might be done coaching prior to prior to even this. Um, I think the, the the school that he was associated with. Um, I, I did find one tweet. His name is Scott Sapulpa, and and he. I found one tweet that said that he was no longer going to be the head coach at the school that that he had previously been at, Holbert High School, um, in Oklahoma. He was contracted to cover this game for the NFHS Network, which you have uh, a son in high school. I cover high school sports in Arizona. If you know anything about NFHS, it's an extremely poor product that allows for broadcast of high school games and does a revenue split with the schools, encouraging them to broadcast on this network. But for the most part, it's usually super poor run and has a bunch of glitches. And, and a lot of people have been dealing with it over the last year, because if you live in a state where games were allowed to be played, but attendance was depressed, you've had to watch the games and pay $10 a month to do so on the NFHS network. So this was, um, these announcers were contracted by the uh, Oklahoma um, athletic association to do the broadcast for NFHS. One of them was this head football coach, former head football coach named Scott Sapulpa. And he decided um, uh, to go after children. Is I think the thing that we're forgetting here? These are, these are children and he should know that he's a, um, he's a coach. And I've, I've had my own run-ins with people who had something to say about high school kids who are kneeling um, down here in Arizona of just, you know, forgetting that these are children. Um, you can have your opinion on the, the, the overall state of things regardless, but we're talking about kids and he, he, you know, he's using racial epithets and referring to them as inhuman and reinforcing the reason that people even kneel during the goddamn anthem in the first place. Right. hundred percent. I'm going to fight this man. So I, I don't, it's not cancel the consequence. There's, there's a third option, uh, ass kicked. And that's what he needs. <laughs> I will fight. If we see that, if I see this man, it's what is it? What, what is it on site? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oof. On, on site, on site. Um, not with kids. We don't do this with kids. Yep. All right. The, uh, the next thing is it is time for, The best of social media. The best of social media is where we compile the best things that we've seen on social media. So here is one thing. Ralph has a Ralph. Clearly he loves, you know, he was a school teacher. He's an educated man. 
he brought this to my attention. There's a map, a map of the United States. And the premise was that if you, if somebody put this in front of you and said, you get a million dollars for every state that you name correctly, a million dollars. But if you name any states wrong, you lose all the money, but you can stop whenever you want to. Here is, here is the map. Ralph, if you were presented with this opportunity, how many of these states would you get right? Well, well, actually, how would you approach this? A million dollars. But for every state that you get wrong, well, sorry, if you get one state wrong, then you lose all the money. Okay. Um, there would be no greed here, none whatsoever. Um, I know that I don't really know all that much about the Midwest. Everything that is west of, I'm assuming that's the Mississippi line or no, whatever's to the left of um, well, the Missouri, Arkansas, which I don't know which one's on top of which, but that line that divides sort of the east um, from the west. So you have Oklahoma, um, Nebraska, Kansas, North and South Dakota, everything west of that line, I'm getting that money. Right. So that's like $20 million or whatever. And then everything in the Southeast, I'm getting that money. And then I'll throw Maine, New York, and Pennsylvania on there. I'm leaving everything else blank. I'm not even messing around. I'm not getting greedy. I'll take my 30 ish million dollars, but I'm not trying to have a mistake in, in, in because I don't know where Ohio is. Because I don't know where Ohio is. How do you not know where Ohio is on a map, dude? It's literally. I've never been there and they're not relevant to my life and I don't care. It's literally right on top of Kentucky. I don't know where Kentucky is. Ohio, Indiana and Illinois are sitting right on top of Kentucky. Yeah. So there's no way. Illinois, I could probably get. Okay. Um, All right. So would you get. Okay, you grew up in Wyoming, so I'm assuming that you would get Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, right? Yeah, all those. Everything everything that Nebraska, is west of that you, line that Nebraska? divides Oklahoma from, I don't know, is that Arkansas? What, whatever divides Oklahoma from all of the states east of it, everything west of that I'm getting. So I would say, I would say that I'm walking away from this with a cool – 30 to 35 million dollars leaving a bunch of it blank and not risking any and that's without Hawaii and Alaska being on here. Okay, dude, I for for me, I am going to bet a thousand percent until I get so everything from California all the way to I am going to stop at Pennsylvania and New York. I'm not even going to attempt like I'm, I'm going to be, be honest. Cause I don't think that it's worth the uh, risk to, to try to get, you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, uh, all of the, all of the rest of these States, which I don't, I'm not a hundred percent like, um, but in terms of Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, and then on down to North Carolina, South Carolina. Like, dude, I'm going to get at least $40 million out of this, dude. At the yeah, very least, $40 You're for million. sure going to have more money than me. I'm, I'm going to be at 
I'm going to be with a blank map in front of me and, and not wanting to take any risk whatsoever, assuming they give you Alaska and Hawaii. Cause again, they're not on here. I'm walking away with probably 31 million. And, I, and that's my stopping point. I'm not even going to try anything else because even if it's a point zero 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 one percent risk, of me making a mistake, I'm not. I'm not taking it. I'm taking the guaranteed money. How, how about if you were forced to, if you were forced to identify Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, Virginia. I'm sorry, Ver, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island, and you had to, and you had to get two of those right. Could you get two of those right? And I had to get two of those right? Yeah. Um, I would get Maryland correct. But as far as all those other states that you meant, I'll just put it this way. If, if, that was, if that was what was dependent upon me receiving any money, I ate Little Caesars last night and I was fine with it. And I'm good to eat Little Caesars again <laughs> later on because I don't think I'm making any money. I, I don't. I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know. I have okay. no like. It does not played into my life. You played right. Like you. You actually like with Oregon with the NFL. You got to travel to all these different places. Um, yeah, but that don't mean you know where they're they're at. Does not. Mean, <laughs> I, I had a player who uh, who played with me in Jacksonville. He played at the University of Washington. Great University of Washington, where all the smart kids go. Um, it, it's the Harvard of the Northwest. <laughs> um, Florida, he's from Florida. He got a scholarship to Washington. When it was time to go, he thought he was going to Washington, D.C. Oh, my God. And he was on the plane. Like, when it was time to go get dropped off. Oh, my off. God. He was like, why is this plane ride so long? Oh my he God. was in the state of Washington, in Seattle. He committed without a visit? Correct. Oh. <laughs> and then he went pro? Yep. Yo. <laughs> I like how you're out here trying to blame the University of Washington for something that happened before he even got there. <laughs> so... Dude, I, I I get how geography is tough. I'm not. It is funny though. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Uh, The next thing up, this was brought to you by Ralph as well. Ralph is super happy. You can you can explain it to the to the people why you're so happy, Ralph. So uh, you should be happy about this too, George, because if you notice the design um, of this Phoenix Suns jacket that Justin Bieber is wearing on his Instagram, uh, at the bottom is Devin Booker laying across the court, but it's like his bones and he's on fire. Um, and it says the final shot. That was a shot that he stuck in Paul George's face, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so there's a little bit of Paul George slander in there, which I know that you appreciate. Um, but yeah, so it's a custom Suns jacket uh, with Devin Booker as like skull and bones on fire laying on the court after hitting the game winner on Paul George. It's a busy jacket. I'm not sure that I could pull it off. But this was something that uh, Devin Booker actually wore. Um. Or I saw Kendall Jenner or something wearing on Devin Booker's Instagram. And so Justin Bieber is actually out here wearing this Phoenix Suns Devin Booker custom hoodie. And obviously Justin Bieber is one of the most famous dudes on the planet. You you look bored out of your mind with this story. I don't care. No, no. Um, <laughs> but he's one of the most famous guys on the planet. And so obviously that's going to bring a little bit more attention to the Phoenix Suns and to Devin Booker. And the thing that I was uh, wondering about before is are, are, do multiple um, – do multiple hoodies exist or did he like borrow this from, from book and, and Kendall? No, he probably got it from, from them or told them that he wants one. And then they got another one made. But the, but the real reason why you wanted to talk about this is because it's the Phoenix Suns. You're, you're like, yeah, people out there representing, they got the second best record in the West. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. Happy. It is. It feels very weird. After yes. 10 years of not I making the I don't playoffs. Trust it. I, don't, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. it. Shaq called Devin Booker the future of the NBA the other day, and now you got Kendall Jenner as part of the Suns family, Justin Bieber wearing a Suns hoodie, Travis Scott name-dropping book in, in uh, sicko mode. Like It just yeah. feels 
very different than what I'm used to. They are they are very close, dude. And you and you know what uh what happens if they if they become really relevant and matter and really good. Well, he, then even if that does happen, this thing that you're alluding to that I'm not going to say out loud, that will have meant that they became relevant and got good. And I'll settle for that right now. Well, the thing that I'm most concerned about is the Suns are finally good again, and I'm moving out of Arizona. <laughs> so if I want to see them play, I got to find a way to get tickets to the uh, the, the red hot Charlotte Hornets <laughs> for when they come to town. Uh, yeah, they are must see TV because of Lamelo uh, La Ball. Um, but but uh, yeah, but Ralph accused me of potentially being a uh, a Suns fan. If I just personally think that you gravitate toward the greats, and some of the greats that you gravitate toward have an affinity for Devin Booker, and I feel like they this in the same way that people are going to see that hoodie that Justin Bieber's wearing and it's going to make the Suns a little more trendy i feel like lebron james calling devin booker the most disrespected player in the nba makes george reister look at devin booker like huh <laughs> that's funny all right next thing up in the best of social media everybody remembers salt bay right so oh we should have brought the other salt bay video the one where uh the uh the girl girl's is twerking in his restaurant. Yes, and then the dude gets get gets mad. Well, here is Salt Bay being disrespectful to a relationship. <laughs> so if you're listening. He provoked, so he cuts up the steak or lamb or whatever the hell it is. And he provocatively, he puts it on a knife like a, like a man. And the dude is there with his lady. She opens her mouth, sticks her tongue out. It's very provocative. And he, and he puts the meat in her mouth and then she closes it and proceeds to enjoy it. And. And the dude she's with doesn't look too pleased. No, no. So how would you feel if you were out and Salt Bay put that in Aaron's mouth like that and Aaron responded the way she did? So, uh, yikes. Also, I, so I showed, I showed her the video and I said, um, would you be upset if I had a problem with this? Yeah. Because I'm not a gel. I'm jealousy is not, I've got a lot of flaws. Jealousy is not one of them. Like, I, gratitude wins out in any situation of jealousy. I'm, I, I'll remind myself like, Hey, do you deserve everything that you have in the first place? <laughs> Probably not. So gratitude usually wins out over, over jealousy. I'm human though. Yeah. And I, I don't, I w- wouldn't feel like sitting there and watching that happen. I'm also not sure Aaron would play into it <laughs> at the level yeah. that this lady did. But when I showed Aaron the video, she said, I at I asked her if she'd be mad if I did something about it. Yeah. And instead her response was more directed at the guy saying that he maybe didn't have the right to be upset because he had to have known. Like you went to this restaurant, like you had to have in some way known that this was, uh, you don't don't know that this is going to happen. No, you you know, your own girl, you know, your own girl. Oh yeah. And so, 
I, he, she feels like he set himself up to get played in that moment. But she wanted to go to Salt Bay's restaurant. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. So does, I might have to so kick it back to you because at every I don't. Table? Does he I do feel, this at every table? Because we've seen multiple videos with him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally feel like if I put myself in this guy's shoes, there'd be some extreme discomfort. So I'm having a hard time. But I do know one thing. One, the only thing that I'm absolutely 100 percent sure of is I'm going after the person who filmed that and I'm breaking their camera so that they don't <laughs> post it on social media. <laughs> So yeah, so so you'd be fine as long as it's not posted. I don't know if I'd be fine. <laughs> There'd be some an emotional scar, and there might be some stuff to work through in counseling. Um, but I'd definitely be better off not being memed to death. <laughs> that man's face is all over my timeline. Hers too. Yeah. So I. All right. Look, I enjoy this happening to somebody else. I don't want this happening to me. <laughs> I don't want that happening to me. I'm enjoying it happening to somebody else. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I'm going to show it that way. This don't ever happen to me because if this happens and it get gets out, we got to, we got to get a divorce. We got to break up. Like, cause I, I, you know, that way at least I can salvage, even though I always talk about my pride should not be above anything else. I need like, or I need you to do something that makes me look so masculine and macho that I feel better. I don't know what that is, but something. Post um, maybe the receipt. I, I don't know, man. Do you tip? <laughs> Look at this. He's affecting he's like, his own pocketbook doing you. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got two figure, I got a two figure tip for you, buddy. Um, all right. Oh, that's a good ass question. Do you tip him? Okay. That's what you gotta tweet that out. You gotta tweet that out. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good question. So so I mean, if you think about it, you're not actually leaving Salt Bay the uh, tip. You're you're leaving the waiter the uh, tip. Salt Bay Oof. owns the restaurant. You're already paying him regardless. All right, then you might have to tip and then just hit up Yelp right after and be like, "Ahem." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, last thing up. Technical. This happened today. Jawan Howard, what happened. former Michigan player, Fab See, Five Juwan player, Howard was playing against Maryland. To yell out something at the other side. And, and things went and left. there was some jawing back and forth between he and Mark Turgeon. Look at this. I mean, it, it got really testy, Sean. It, it did, and the officials did a good job of stepping in before what was a bad situation. It could have gotten progressively worse. And now... What is always a tough job if you're an official, especially at this level, just became even more so because you're going to have to make sure that what happened as we went to break doesn't seep over. You look at the effect of the assistants that had to keep Juwan Howard back. And he was hot. You see Daryl Morcell was in the mix as well. That was Larry Serrato ejecting Juwan Howard. Okay. Michigan won this game easily. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, oh, okay. So Juwan Howard's a sensible man. It seems like he, he hasn't had this happen. So I'm wondering what led to this. So I'm like the parent blaming the teacher where it's like, okay, what did you do, sir, to cause Juwan Howard to get this upset? Because Juwan Howard's been on the national stage for a long time. You haven't seen this. So now I'm blaming the Maryland coach. Yeah. I'm not sure he had a beef. 
I'm not sure what his beef was with, but I'm not sure he had a beef with the uh, with the Maryland bench or coaching staff or players or anything like that. What it looked like to me, and this is a complete assumption based on many situations that I've been in that are somewhat similar, is that you have a guy who's voicing a complaint and you have somebody else whose team is losing who tells that guy to sit down and shut up. That's the number one thing that would get me because yeah. I've already got negative energy that's coming out and it's directed elsewhere. And then two things happen, one of which is my pet peeve. Two things happen that cause me to refocus the negative energy that I'm already putting out into the world onto your dumbass. One, you got yourself involved and told me to sit down and shut up when it didn't have anything to do with you. So now you have my attention and I'm going to bring the same energy that I was already bringing to the officials in that moment. Thing number two, which is my absolute pet peeve in any situational conflict, one of my assistant coaches came and put his hands on me. Don't you touch me. Don't. Yeah. So so you only look like you're trying to go at somebody because you're pushing back against your own people who are trying to protect you. I, I get that. I 100% get that. But if Juwan Howard had just been allowed to stand there, do you think he would have charged them? No, he was. I've never, never. But the second that you get that push on your chest, you lean into it. Yeah. And especially for some because people, you're once still you know saying it with your chest, you still yeah, got some stuff. For, Right. And for some people, when they know that protection's there, it makes them go harder. Right. It makes them lean into the idea of like, hold me back, hold me back, because nobody's going to do anything because I got that layer of protection there. Juwan Howard didn't strike me as that type of person. He struck me as somebody who was triggered by the physical touch in that moment, which is the type of person that I am. If I'm out and I'm having a disagreement with somebody and if Aaron was to come up and put her hand on my arm and be like, hey, or put her hand on my chest and be like, hey, then I'm going to be angrier at the person. Yes. Yes. Like it, who didn't do anything to elevate my anger. It, especially if you're in flip-flops. No, never. No, that's so if I ever, and I, I've told you this, if I ever wake up in a bad mood, the first thing I do is put on flip-flops. If I have to go out into the world and I'm in a bad mood, I don't think I'll ever get into a conflict with open toes. It'd have to be a pretty serious level of disrespect. Not your typical, like, cut me off in traffic type stuff. If I got open-toed shoes on, I'm going to try to keep the peace. Okay. Well, that's probably a very prudent decision. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to Rice or Wrong. I'm George Rice or he's Ralph Amson. You guys make sure you download the podcast, subscribe, tell a friend, peace out. Catch you guys next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 12. 100 games. I want again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino.